1: Welcome back to the show. Today, we have Will and Eddie from Interactive Brokers. Guys, welcome to the show.
2: Thank, Thank you. So good to be to here you. with you.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys on the show. I think what you guys are doing at Interactive Brokers is really innovative and cool. But maybe before we get into that, let's get to know each one of you a little bit better. And maybe, Will, do you want to go first? Maybe give us a little bit of a your background, kind of where you grew up where he went to school, and then um, after Eddie, let's talk about kind of how you guys met.
2: Surely, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, the the fact that we're launching Impact and I'm working with Interactive Brokers now in this way is really, uh, it's like a, it's a sensible culmination of a lot of the background of my life. Um, so my, my father, Thomas, founded Interactive Brokers way back in the day. Cool. And uh, I grew up in Greenwich, Connecticut. And due to that, I was very exposed to um a lot of a lot of culture that is is kind of based on on monetary success as as well as um seeing, you know, I, I remember going into the interactive brokers office when I could barely walk, and so and like seeing the Bloomberg portal and seeing you know like hearing all the transactions made and the business be built. And, That's cool. Um, yeah, yeah. Thanks. It was it was definitely interesting. And um, then you know, my father, being who he is, is a huge proponent of of capitalism and free markets. And um, so again, due to that and his passion there, he was always teaching me a lot of of the laws that kind of govern these worlds and um so i grew up with with a large exposure to that um i went to school so i went to high school at a boarding school in massachusetts and soon after that was really excited to see other parts of the world and have have different experiences and um i've always been extremely environmentally conscious uh you know nature was a place i would always go to to find peace to kind of meet myself. I remember I did a a you know huge 300 mile backpacking trip in Alaska when I was 16 wow. and that was when I really was like this is it, you know, this is it for me. This is this is what feeds my my soul in a way. Um and so also seeing, you know, in real time the destruction of the planet and and our environment um and started at a pretty young age putting the idea together that through money through these systems, through investment, through finance, we would be able to have an impact on um on kind of the overall reciprocity between human systems and natural systems. Um, and so went to college at CU, I studied environmental studies. Um, and that was very eye-opening to me, just in a lot of the science components. But where a lot of schooling happened for me was in my summers. I would go and work on regenerative ranches that were up in Montana, other plates of Colorado. And these ranches are using rotational grazing or savory method, which is a new regenerative form of land management that you know it really mimics how herd animals would be in the natural world if we hadn't removed predators. Um and so we see that through modern day land management, like most of land that's under under management of grazing animals, it becomes desertified pretty quickly. Um, And I remember this one morning, it was really fun. I, I loved working up there and, you know, I'd wake up at five in the morning, saddle up my horse, go like move a bunch of cows and, you know, just like work in that way for the day. And I remember I was fixing a fence that was on the perimeter of our, the borderline of our property. And I saw on this fence on our side, we had green lush, like thick, diverse grasses and healthy dark topsoil. And it was like moist and healthy and directly on the other side of that fence, it was like dust. It was just, you know, super dry, not holding any water. Um, and I started to wonder at that point, why isn't everybody doing it this way? Like the value is so clear, uh, that it's worth the extra work that you have to do to to achieve that um and you know pretty much influenced my family investing in some of these these ranches and saw the reports start coming back and started realizing wow like these ranches managed in this style generally lose a little bit of money every year or break even whereas you know a traditionally managed ranch is profitable and that's when you know the cogs really started turning Uh, where I was assessing our economy and and the values inherent within it and seeing how it was really incentivizing a lot of the destruction of our natural world as well as our social uh, communities and well-being. And so pretty much from that point, after college I moved off and I I started living in regenerative communities that were very Earth-focused. So, you know, I I took my PDC, I learned about permaculture, um, I took community development. And I would live on these places where we were growing our own food and living this very, um, very high vibe, healthy lifestyle. And I, at a certain point, realized you know, I couldn't continue doing that anymore. I had to go off and and expose, like bring this to the world, bring this culture, bring this way of being to the world and, um, and to our financial system. So at that point, my family, my sisters and I, who I'm, I'm very close with, uh, we eventually got a family foundation set up, which is something we'd been dreaming of for, for a while. And so that was a philanthropic foundation really focused on on helping a lot of uh, the environmental issues as well as communities that are kind of taking the brunt of our flawed systems. And in in that process, it became clear to me that I had to invest, we had to invest, the majority of assets in that foundation. And that kind of fell on my shoulders to, to lead. And I realized it was extremely challenging to create a portfolio that was not contributing to the very problems we were trying to solve with our grant making. Um, and so this was, you know, this interesting space to be in. I really I dove into finance at that point and I moved to New York and I started working in finance. Um, And it took me about a year of hard work and focus to figure out how to do that. We eventually did create a values aligned portfolio and it actually performs better than market most of the time. Uh, But it was extremely challenging to actually create that. So um, that, you know, somewhat brings us to present soon. Soon after that, I moved to New York again. I was working in finance and I did that for about three years at different hedge funds. Um, and I left there very disheartened because I had seen a lot of the inherent values that kind of run our finance system and saw how it was really just purely focused on on capital return. Uh, and a lot of these large investments were the only thing that would be considered was, was the, the monetary return, not considering any of the other value, any of the other impacts that an, a company or a, a project would have. Um, you know, and these impacts we, we call in the economy externalities, but we're starting to see that these externalities have, you know, they are communal, they impact all of us, and they need to be, they need to be you know, on the balance sheet accounted for in our finance systems. Um, so soon after that, moved to New Mexico, worked for Bioneers, which is an amazing nonprofit that focuses on a lot of education around... Uh, consciousness and regenerative land management and um, biomimicry uh, it gives a, a voice to to marginalized communities particularly indigenous groups uh, and i worked there for three years running our foundation and then that brings us to 2019 where I knew my father was stepping down as ceo at interactive brokers um, i had, Kind of avoided wanting to go into to working for the firm um, until this point where I started to see ESG really you know start to to have life, and I started to see that ESG though it's not the end goal in any way is a giant foot in the door in the direction that our economy needs to go. So I decided to join the firm and brought ESG to the firm. Um, and you know, so I have, I'm, I'm on the board of directors. And after my first meeting, I made this proposal to, to really push for ESG and regenerative finance and sustainability. And at that point I became, you know, interactive brokers, ESG director. And soon, very soon my, my first goal there was to, to get support. And so I really, you know, through leading this from such an authentic place that really isn't isn't about greenwashing or or just ticking the box because everybody is doing it, which I see a lot of in finance, was really looking for somebody who was passionate and heart aligned and dedicated to the same thing that I was. And lo and behold, I found Eddie um, so grateful to this day to have been working with him for the last two years. Um, And we put our heads together to to really figure out how to internally, you know, transform the corporation to to walk with the values of ES and G, um, as well as to create these products and services to kind of bring this to to the world. Um, and I think that's a pretty great segue into to Eddie.
1: Sure, Eddie, great. do you want to give us a bit
2: of background on yourself?
3: Absolutely. Um, thank you, Will, for that. That's awesome, and, and thank you, Kevin, for having us here once again. I was born in in Mexico City um, and come from a very diverse background. Uh, My parents are from the Middle East, specifically Egypt and Lebanon. They're both Jewish, they immigrated to Israel, got married there, and then they moved to Mexico, right? So always inserting that element of of diversity was there at a very young age. Um, We came to the States when I was around 12 years old um i went to elementary school last year obviously in high school and you know it was a bit difficult you know it was kind of like a culture shock coming from another another place it's a totally different world to me and you know it it started sort of my my journey of of sort of learning how to adjust to different societies communities cultural backgrounds and and it started enriching it right so this this whole aspect of of sort of um, diversity and inclusion became a passion of mine you know sort of like what will was mentioning the environment side which i still love and i love nature for me it was more the social side of things um went to college here in new york uh at new york university and then i left and i went to gw george washington university to pursue my master's um i did an mba and then i did an ma in international relations again the whole international was always there sure. and That's i never cool. realized that- Thank you. I'm always chasing the international. I'm like, why am I always majoring on this international, <laughs> that international? Subconsciously, something was there, right? And um, I'm fortunate enough, Kevin, to, to have grown in such a diverse um, upbringing that I was able to learn a number of languages. That also opened up the doors to, to constantly meet people from all sort of walks of life. And I, I love it. I'm, I'm always so intrigued about where people are coming from, where they're going. Um, what their passions are. And that that inspired me um, throughout my life. I started, you know, my career in finance, but all these years, something was always lacking. Like I was doing all my jobs and yes, but I'm like, Oh God, is, is this what it's all about? There has to be more. Um, and so one time I was in, in South America at a conference, and it's the first time that I heard ESG. This is probably like seven or eight years ago. Uh, and I was like, wow, ESG at a finance conference? What's this all about? And then when I started hearing about it, something ignited inside of me and, and opened me up like never before. I was like, seriously, you can actually, you know, take finance and invest in things that are going to be beneficial to the planet, to societies? I'm like, that really exists? And so I became so passionate about that that um, I started teaching myself ESG. I literally started printing all sorts of articles about um, environment, social, and governance, about the field, how it's emerging, how it's being done around the world. And you know I was so intrigued about it that I, I really wanted to pursue it full time. So in my prior firm at Brown Brothers Harriman, I um, pretty much proposed this to the firm. Way be- before it became pretty popular, I just stepped up and like, we need to do this as a firm. Um, so I kind of pioneered and, and led that effort, but I wanted to do it full time, um, and that's when when I, I saw uh, a posting at Interactive Brokers, and um, I had the the fortune to have met Will, uh, which was an amazing sort of first meeting over the phone. I I remember so well. We were we bonded immediately. Not so much about the job first, but more about our passions for the environment for society. You know, and, and, uh, and here we are and here at the present
0: Kevin, so. Hi there and welcome to wake me up the podcast where morning people are made. I'm your host Tyler. Wake me up is based on one simple fact, how you start your morning dramatically affects the rest of your day, both your productivity and your happiness. And Wake Me Up is designed to be a one-stop shop for a great morning. By using Wake Me Up and changing your morning routine, you can change your life. Instead of hitting the snooze button over and over, or scrolling through a sea of negative news and judgy social media, just press play on an episode of Wake Me Up. You can even start every episode from bed if you want. Most episodes blend mindfulness and meditation, some simple yoga or stretching, and send you off with a motivational bit. If it's morning for you right now, go ahead and pick out an episode. If not, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning. And either way, I hope you have an absolutely fantastic day. Very
1: cool. So, like... Well, I, I think it's like, it's kind of a stupid question, but why is it taken so long for, I think, not even just the financial industry, a lot of industries to actually really start caring about the environment and sustainability on, on this planet?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't have the one answer for that. It's a great question um you know i would venture to guess that it is it's cultural uh okay. you know the the culture that we've seen kind of really take rise and take hold in like mainstream western culture um has you know I've, there's there's a fantastic book out there called sacred economics um and we so what i've noticed is like spiritually um spirituality and religion, I feel used to be a much bigger part of, of really any culture and the idea of sacred and, you know, what is that? And we've, I think, see in, in, you know, mainstream Western culture that money has really taken on the, the energy that we use to imbue in, in what is sacred. Um, and we see that like, you know, something that I like to say is that, you know, like we have, you know, if we're I, I love the rainforest and often I attempt to liken our ecology to an economy because, you know, really that we should be doing by bio, like biomimicry in all the senses nature really has the best solutions to pretty much all of our problems and if we look at um and and ecology and we look at a giant majestic saber tree in in the rainforest and you know it's housing so many critters and and giving us oxygen creating all of this value and you know that tree easily could be cut down uh in modern day in the name of a dollar um if we take a fish for example like swimming in the ocean happily and healthily it's worth nothing in our economy though if you kill that fish and you know take it out of the ocean, all of a sudden it's worth money. And so what's happened is we've our economy has, and, and what values are inherent and in what it takes to make a dollar it has, in a sense, is incentivizing the destruction of our natural world in very real time. And the cultural difference, I think, that's here, which is why at um, my organization and my my foundation, we we're really big believers and supporters of indigenous and earth-based ways of being. And, um, the amazing thing there is that those ways of being do not distinguish between us or that fish. Uh, we are all a part of the natural community and our economy is incentivizing, you know, the chopping down of these trees and the catching of these fish, because it doesn't recognize that we are just, you know, the same as this tree or this fish in 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 living in our shared natural community um and i think we're i think you know the internet has been huge with understanding this because we used to have very kind of more blinders on and we're really focused to like you know what's happening if we're living in a city what's happening with a city and not seeing how our actions affect the the world in in a big way um And, you know, something also changed with uh, I don't remember the term of this, but when we saw the Earth for the first time from outer space, it shifted consciousness in this way Uh, and in this way of understanding that, you know, we we all live on this one small planet together and it's really our job to steward that that planet. Um, Both, you know, our each other and, you know, our our social relationships with each other and, you know, any any other animal or plant that we eat, you know, it's it's our responsibility in essence to take care of those things as well. And um, that I think it's I think it's a cultural consciousness shift that that we're making, Um, you know, COVID has been been honestly helpful in that degree, which has given us the opportunity to step back and really look at our lives and what is our impact and and how do we want to be spending this life that we have. Um, That's my best answer.
1: No, I think that's good. Anything to add to that?
3: Uh, Sure, in addition to what Will mentioned, I think it's also the new generation of millennials, right? As they grow up, they're starting to feel more passionate and not they're starting to, but they are very passionate about sustainability, right? And we've seen that globally right and, yeah. and they are the, the next generation of consumers right companies need to start listening to that right so some companies are genuinely embracing it while others are reluctantly embracing it but listen it's the power of of their wallet right and they're the ones that are going to buy their products so i think that also has had a huge impact in in such a focus on sustainability across all sorts of mm-hmm. industries
0: yeah. Yeah, it's no. a great
2: there's a great statistic out there that says um millennials are we're four times we're the first generation to be this way, we're four times more likely to buy a more expensive eco-friendly product than you know a cheaper mass produced right. one. Right. And that's such a big telltale sign that you know we're we're making that transition.
1: Sure. Yeah. So how do you guys apply that mindset? at interactive brokers and into the financial industry, because let's be honest, I don't think a lot of companies care about it or not enough yet care about it.
2: Um, You know, that that's really the impetus of the impact app and and it's what we're seeing with ESG. And it's, you know, I think the biggest thing that that the impact app invites is you know the first thing that you go through when you get onto that app is it asks you 13 values-oriented criteria. So you get to answer um, you know pretty much when you're going into this investment headspace. Most people I've seen go into that, and it's really just financially driven. Um, but making that connection to the fact that your financial decisions, every, every investment is an impact investment. It just matters if you're conscious of that impact or not. And um, so, so the Impact app starting off with saying, what do you care about? I think really makes that connection uh, to people who are making financial decisions that when we're making financial decisions, we're, we're engaging in being you know, a, a creator on this planet. So it's like empowering people to take their financial reality and their, respo- their, their decisions um, as a part of their responsibility as a member of, of the community and as we start to see again you know this new generation both of millennials and also just you know it's it's happening it's the the tides are turning other people are thinking this way as well that you know value is is more than in just a dollar and so when you're making decisions you get to incorporate do i really care about oceans do i really care about uh you know social issues or um you know and 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 put that in as the forefront of your financial decisions, um, which I think also takes people out of, out of somewhat of a victim story and and really gives, you know, it's, it's exciting to be, to be a creator. And um, and I think the impact app, you know, that's, that's the component that I'll speak to that does that, but it's uh, it's, it's got a lot of other functionality in there as well to, to really like it, it be again, a, a creator kind of of your, of your world with your finances, um, yeah. Cool,
1: so, oh, go ahead Eddie, sorry.
3: Yeah, no, no problem Kevin, I was just gonna add to what Will said, that uh, we're looking forward into wh- who's gonna be the new generation of investors, right? right. And, and we'll point, you know, that that's the generation that we catering to and we're starting to create products around some of the the major things that they care about, which is the planet. Um, and also as a firm, we, we don't want to just, uh, put out products. When I walk the talk, we want to be genuine. So we're also starting to incorporate some of those elements that you see in the app into our overall culture, in terms of environment, in terms of, of social and in terms of, of diversity, inclusion, governance. So we're very excited about this journey and, and management has been extremely supportive of, of this journey. Yeah. Yep.
2: And, I, and just to also add like. As as we continue to invest in this way, as people continue to uh, be aware of, you know, what are the other impacts of an investment, we're starting to see large, you know, large corporations that previously, you know, would be immune to some some of these like finan- uh social beliefs, but now through ESG and through this, you know, this new era of investment, like. Companies are really going to be held to the fire about their accountability and what are their their impacts and the you know the whole community. Um, so we'll, you know we're already starting to see that in a big way, and I think it's just going to continue.
1: Very cool. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into some of the other features of the apps and, and maybe try to put it in a way that like is it basically pretty similar to a traditional investing app? Just the companies you guys are investing in have that ESG sustainability um, and, and all the other things you outlined, or or how how does that kind of tie in or, or play into what people kind of traditionally expect and how you're different from traditional investing apps?
2: You wanna lead with that sure. one? Sure,
3: happy to. So Kevin, we, we are really um, excited about Impact. We feel it's like no other app out there. It's not your traditional okay. investing app uh, at all. First, it's 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 very simplified, right? So it could okay. be for any investor. So anybody that can go in there, it's like even if you never invested before, you'll see that the user interface is so clean and so simple. Um, and um, we obviously are targeting socially conscious investors, but once again, even beginners can look at this at this app. The the other amazing thing, Kevin, is that it is a personalized journey, right? So as Will alluded to before, users first start by selecting the values they care about, right? And so that's already personal in itself. you are like, wow, and it makes you think, okay, what, sure. what, what is more, more important to me on the buckets of environment, social and governance? After selecting that, you go into another filter, as also Will alluded to, which is the areas you wanna avoid, right? I don't wanna be uh-huh. in companies that deal with animal testing. I don't want to be with companies that, you know, are in the tobacco um, weapons industry and a couple of other um, areas to to select from. And with that, you're off to the races right on, the, on your personalized journey. It'll give you a letter grade on your existing holdings and portfolio and give you an opportunity to improve your score right by giving other companies that rank highly in a particular value that you care about most. And so that in itself is is a very personalized journey. I don't want to mention everything because I want to leave some for Will too. But the other thing that I think is pretty cool is the opportunity to give back to communities, right? That's very unique in our app. So it's a charitable feature. We call it Give. So that's also personalized, Kevin, right? So if I selected, for example, gender equality or Clean Air, the app itself will immediately have a list of companies within those two values. And I'll be wow. These are the, the things that I care about most, and so you'll be able to donate directly from the app and give back to communities in a personalized way. Mm-hmm. So I'll turn it over to Will because we have many other features, but I didn't want to uh, sit here for an hour. I, I would let Will to also talk about the features he likes the most.
2: Thanks, Eddie. Um, yeah, I mean the the whole thing is it's again it's it's values based. It's heart based. Um, so when you st- when you start off and you put in you input your values, the whole app you know functions based off of that. So once you, you know, even if you're uploading a portfolio you currently have, or you're starting from scratch, you'll see your portfolio through the, the impact lens. And that has a letter grade in the middle that speaks to the alignment of your entire portfolio with all of the, your, your value sets. Um, and then around that is a is a ring that pretty much is, is sectioned, that each section corresponds to a position within your portfolio. And so the the sections that show up as this nice healthy dark green, um, those are fully aligned with what you've stated to care about. And then the, it's you know it's a color scheme all the way to kind of a more of a yellow color, and the yellow positions are out of line with your stated values. And so what you can do is hover over this yellow section; it'll say, you know, this company who you know is out of line with your value of ocean life. Uh, It'll show you an article that'll say, you know, this, this company just got flagged for dumping a ton of toxic sludge in the ocean. And, you know, here below this are other companies that are more aligned with your values. And so we really wanted to make this process of realigning your finances with your values seamless. And so we, um, we developed what's called the swap feature, and so you can, with the click of one button, switch your assets from this more out of line company to that that is in a similar industry with a similar market cap, but has uh, you know operations that are more aligned with your values. Um, so there's that like real seamless way to just realign, and um, you know it's also we have the charitable giving, and it'll also show you uh, charities and nonprofits that are again aligned with the values you've spoken to. Um, and so there's that, that, and then it's also a research tool. Uh, so you can research, you know, for other companies based on your values, um, and find thing, you know, find other investment opportunities that are really aligned with you. And, um, we also recently developed, uh, launched our, our crypto functionality. And so you can also invest in the, in the blockchain markets, um, and. And we are really excited about evolving that in the, in the future. Uh, we see blockchain as um, a really awesome you know, new development, new technology that is, that is going to be super helpful in bringing about this, this regenerative uh, investing community, this regenerative economy. Um, and so those are the ones that are currently out there. And, and again, we're super, super excited about the other developments that we'll continue to bring
1: interesting so i'm curious and i don't agree with what i'm about to say but i'm i'm curious to get your guys thoughts on mm-hmm. some people say and i own some crypto um that cryptocurrency is actually like bad for the planet just because of how we we mine it with all the energy and stuff mm-hmm. what are your guys thoughts around that um because of the your
2: sustainability
1: kind of esg approach to all this stuff
2: yeah Um, So that I I know that that is a a hotly debated subject out there. And I think that, you know, glad to hear you don't agree with that. People who who see it that way are really looking at like, you know, just the toenail of the elephant and not seeing the whole thing. Right. Um, So because the ethos behind cryptocurrency is that we can have different currencies that speak to different value sets. And, you know, so much of the underlying Facts of our economy is like what is valuable is what people believe in, and currently we've only had this one currency really to to speak for all of the values and all of the beliefs that that it's you know life is more complex than that, and so we can see through the development of new currencies and the blockchain that people will be able to stand up for, speak for, and invest in uh, more specific value sets, and you know certain currencies yes uh, like. Bitcoin is yes, it takes a lot of energy to mine. Um, and there's other currencies that that don't. And there's also um, you know, it's it's kind of like that, it's like dial up internet. It's just at its first stage. And where it can go and where it is going, particularly in the regenerative finance space, is gonna be so important for for this new future that we see. Like there's gonna be the ability to um, and something that you know I really believe in is have currencies that speak for biodiversity that speak for clean air. you know we, we see this originally with the carbon markets and and that's one great step that you know those markets have been flawed for some time, but through a lot of crypto activity, we're seeing those markets start to balance out a little bit more. the, the you know what a ton of carbon in the ground is worth is rising. Yeah. And carbon is just the beginning, you know there's the, again having having currencies that speak for, um, biodiversity, clean water, healthy, uh, social communities. This is all possible with, with cryptocurrencies, um, and as well as new, new data monitoring technologies that are evolving to be able to monitor health of communities and health of land. And, um, so in, in that regard, I see it as, is really helpful for our, for our environment. Um, and again, you know, there's, Mainstream currencies are known for being energy intensive, and there's also a lot of currencies developing that are not.
1: No, that that makes a lot of sense. The other thing that I thought was really interesting about Impact and what you guys are doing with that is, I can basically buy a fraction of a share, or how does that kind of work? Because obviously everybody would love to earn or own, you know, a company that their shares a thousand dollars for one or or whatever the number mm-hmm. is. How does that kind of work and how is that different um, than traditional kind of uh, investing?
3: Sure. So so fractional shares is something that we're very excited about. And and to what you're alluding to, Kevin, it opens up the door for anyone to invest. Right. So you're able to go in and, and own any stock that would be astronomical to buy just one share. So you you're able to put in the the number of shares that you're interested in. Right um and obviously they're fractions of shares and based on that um you'll be able to buy your most favorite company so once again um if you selected your values within the app um or areas you'd like to avoid that can definitely help to support um you know your goals within the app so it's it's a unique feature combined with all the other things that makes our app very very um unique i guess i'm using it again in the marketplace sure
1: no, oh, that's really cool. because well, I think well, obviously you can do it the same, but that's kind of really how cryptocurrency works, right? Like yes, you can buy one Bitcoin, but sometimes it's one bitcoin is forty thousand or fifty thousand sometimes. And you know if you want mm-hmm. to put in a hundred dollars, well you're you're not owning one bitcoin <laughs> exactly yeah, a yeah. fraction. So
3: yeah, 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 and, and it's very it's very intuitive in our app, by the way, to because people here like, oh fractional shares, how do I compute we have a whole uh, internal algorithm that will be based on you know what i only want to invest 50 dollars right and then they'll be able to compute the fractions automatically so
1: very cool so i'm onboarded. i have my portfolio whether it's new or i imported my current portfolio into impact how do i use it kind of on a daily weekly monthly basis walk us through the journey as an ongoing thing am i like prompted with stuff am i notified
3: how does that kind of work? Will do you want to take it, or should I? I you mean, know, okay, sure. Lead off. So of yeah, that, happy to supplement. No problem. Yeah, jump in whenever you'd like. So, so yes, Kevin. Um, once you are um, a client of of Interactive Brokers and of of Impact specifically, and you have your holdings and you funded your account, it's it's very intuitive, as I was mentioning, and it's very easy to 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 look at. You select your values um as you mentioned before the areas you'd like to avoid you go to the impact homepage or the impact tab and you'll be able to see your letter grade and we already talked about the different slices of the ring you have all your securities below it's very easy to navigate you can look at your values if i want to uh look more into okay clean air what's happening in clean air today right you can go to that specific value and take a look at not just news regarding clean air but also you'll be able to see all the stocks, um, your securities within CleanAir and see how each one is performing, right? With what we call the impact effect, right? It has a little leaf um, and it goes, it's color shaded from dark green, uh, meaning the best performing to light green, uh, meaning the the ones that don't align the most. Um, So you'll be able to see how each one is contributing to your overall value. You click on that security itself and then you have a whole other screen with amazing information about the the company about how it's performing and all of the other values that you selected you'll be able to take a look at news as will mentioned like a research tool Um, and so it's it's quite intuitive and again you can immediately go from that section to the gift section so you can donate Um, it's all very personalized and customized and Mm -hmm. it's it's really unique Mm -hmm. i don't know will you want to add anything else to that
2: Totally, yeah, and you know one of the cool things about it is that our our impact score, which is comprised of two different data providers, as you you know if you follow ESG, you can see that depending on what data provider you go to, you'll get a different score on on different companies. And so we went with a blend of of Refinitive, which really is more traditional in how it um, in how it scores to companies, uh, looking at information put out by the company, websites, SEC filings, things like that. And then we also have True Value, which uh, is a fact set company, but it uh, it only looks at information put out by a third party, and so it'll you know scan social media and scan news articles. And these scores are updated daily. So as companies shift, their score will also shift. Your impact score will shift in turn. And so I'm from you know the generation of Tamagotchis, which is just a funny thing to think about. But you can kind of like you know treat it as you know, you, you check up on it daily. Like one of your intentions is like I want to be really aligned with you know, aligned in all of my actions with, you know, not just your finances, but all other actions. I think that's a very important um thing for all of us to be looking at and as you continue to you know you can check every day like oh my score is is a c i really want to see it go up you can go do research and find other companies that'll help your values go up like i have a ton of fun doing using the research feature and just figuring out what companies are making big changes in the areas that i care about Um, and so you know that's how we really hope to to engage people uh in a daily basis and also through through our charity uh, through the give feature, uh, you can put in you know I want to give away a certain percentage of my profits to charity every year, and you can you know set time time, uh, time frames within that. So. It'll say like you know you you're not you know you're not doing your charitable giving the way you've said, and it'll it'll let you know that. So it can incentivize you to to go kind of more into the the giving headspace and and do some of that good work there.
3: I also, uh, sorry, Kevin, just one more no, thing because no, no, we got me all excited. You know, we can we can keep talking for this forever. Is that we really really feel this app is not intimidating for a beginning investor right someone that just wants to start on their sustainability journey um it's very easy to use it as as we uh mentioned before but we also provide for someone that's brand new and it's like how do i even start investing in That was gonna be my next question Mm -hmm. (laughs) sorry i jumped the gun
1: (laughs) no no it's good
3: good sorry (laughs) i don't even know what to look at like what securities how do i research i have no idea so we offer off the shelf portfolios right through um, one of our affiliates called Interactive Advisors. We have 13 different kinds of sustainable and responsible investing portfolios, right? So the 13 values that we'll talk to at the beginning, um, we have a portfolio for each one of them. So if Kevin goes into the app and is very passionate about clean water and pure air, you have portfolios that we already built for you that you can just go in and at a very minimal price, $100 only to start off, you can go off to the races and invest in that portfolio. Um, so that will help uh, someone that's new. So just wanted to add that, Kevin. No,
1: Very cool. So and then can I get like a yearly wrap up or every six months or, or how does that kind of work to know like kind of how I'm doing at the end of the year or something like that?
3: yeah you're, you're able to do it even as soon as you start on a monthly basis right okay so um right on the on the home screen you'll have a little chart with a line that tells you how your portfolio is performing and you can actually with uh with your button with your finger move that line to see when you started what the price was of your whole portfolio how you've been doing and you'll be able to interact with it and look at wow you know not only did i help um you know in in gender equality but my portfolio also went up by x amount during this time period so it's it's pretty uh dynamic um it's real time as we'll mention but also you're able to see since the inception of your investments how you've been doing
1: very cool so which countries is the app available uh
3: today so that that's a good one i hope i remember Will you want to start
2: Okay. I think you I mean, we went international uh, about a month ago. Okay.
3: Yes, yes, around a month ago. So, um, I can tell you that we are available in Australia. Um, I know we're in Singapore, We're in Hong Kong, We're in Ireland, We're in Hungary, We're in the u k, also in central in the EU for most markets. Um, Australia? and Australia. As well, yes, um, and so um, and also in quite a number of other countries because we are organized by entity in where we registered, uh, right? Okay. So it's it's a whole lot of a, a, a lot of countries, even in South America and other places. So we're available, obviously, in the in the Apple Store and Google Play Store.
1: Got it. Very cool. Okay, so we're we're kind of coming to the end of the show, but is there anything else that you guys want to mention about? Um, interactive brokers or impact or or anything else you want to mention?
3: There's one quick thing. And um just to to also wrap it up in terms of the user experience, we also allow people to go in and test the app, right? They have a free trial. They can go in and test it with virtual money, where you know if you're not ready to fund your account yet, you can go in and have sort of this virtual amount set and go in and buy and sell securities with real time information in the market. So I think that's also a neat feature for people to do a test run before they commit. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you wanted to add something else.
2: Yeah, just just generally on on interactive brokers and why we are you know kind of leading the way in in some of in some in ESG and impact investing um, is really about the authentic place that we come from and and you know I can speak to that because I've been you know working from kind of ground zero with with the board as well as the firm collectively at at driving a lot of these values forward and um and you know the the excitement among management has you know has grown they've been extremely receptive to a lot of these transitions that we're making and you know we're we're aware that it's you know it's kind of a new generation and a new and so there's a lot of um you know people don't like change change freaks people out and so we are, you know, really from an authentic place, driving um, a lot of like all of the values that are inherent within ESNG, as well as the values of you know this new generation and this new paradigm that's coming. And uh, we're committed to continuing to come out with new products and services, as well as make the internal changes that are needed, so that um, you know that that new the new image, the tools that we're, that we're releasing. Um, you know that we're walking that talk too, and so uh, yeah, just wanting to say that that we are committed to that. We're making a lot of changes. Twenty twenty two is an exciting year for us uh, with what we've got in the pipe as far as in both internal and external um, developments. And so, really, yeah, just wanted to to speak to that. I'm very happy, and obviously, it's somewhat personal to me. as is it's uh, you know, my father founded the company. I now get to to be a part of of changing it and um and you know bringing it up to speed with with our our new our new paradigm um and so yeah just a lot of excitement and um keep keep an eye out because we're we're going to be making some awesome changes and new products as well
3: well said will and uh, i'm also very excited to be on this journey and we look forward to uh to seeing a whole lot of change positive change in the world so Thank you.
1: Very cool. So how about we close the show then mentioning again where people can get more information about Interactive Brokers Impact and any other links you guys want to mention?
3: Sure. Um, For Interactive Brokers, they can just uh, search us ibkr.com. We also have a dedicated Impact website, which is awesome. So that's impact.interactivebrokers.com. And then uh, to download the app, it's impact by interactive brokers, and that can be searched in the Apple Store and in the Google Play Store.
2: Great one. And yeah, another one uh, to speak to is if people want more education around what's happening when it comes to uh, regenerative economy and, and things of that nature. So the organization I founded a year ago um, is called One Small Planet, and we consider ourselves largely a, a vital capital group um only investing in things that are vital but also proving that that like vital for life but proving that that's financially viable and you know the ethos of that organization is really to be the hands of nature and to bring harmony to uh people and planet through you know changing our economy to mimic our ecology and for the values of those things to be um, you know, to be aligned. So no longer is will our will capital gain coming at the expense of extractive industries. Um, but, you know, really focused 100% in that area. And our website is soon to launch. So if you want to check out more, we'll be we'll be publishing content soon enough. And, um, you know, that website is onesmallplanet.org.
1: Very cool. Well, I really appreciate you guys taking the time of your day to be on the show and I look forward to keeping in touch with you and have a good rest of your day. You Thanks, too, Kevin. Kevin. Really appreciate the you. time. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Okay, bye.
0: Thanks for listening. Please visit our website at buildingthefutureshow.com to join the free community, sign up for our newsletter, or to sponsor the show. The music is done by Electric Mantra. You can check him out at electricmantra.com and keep building the future.